If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. The talent for so many players today, the talent in the spotlight, it's taking them to heights that their character's not strong enough to support. I'm one of those set goals, chief goals. I talked about faith, passion, obviously the drive with the guys that I've been around and the guys that surround me every single day. If I want to be one of the best, I've got to play with and against the best. Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to The Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to The Hardwood Hustle. I'm your host, Adam Bradley, alongside TJ Rosine. We are broadcasting here in Baltimore, Maryland. TJ, love this topic. This one was actually suggested by our friend Sam Allen. And it's one I think we should talk about is today's social media world and what goes viral in today's basketball sphere, good or bad for the game? You know, you think about crossing up players, dunking on players, catching bodies, all these different things. It was kind of originated back in the day from the and one mixtapes. They were really obviously uh, the driver of a lot of that initial uh, attention on some of this stuff. But now, I mean, you know, a player gets dunked on, it is viral the next day. There's memes associated with it. You name it. Someone gets crossed up and it is all over the web. And I know a lot of coaches, TJ, have said, oh, they absolutely hate it, right? Because it's started impacting players in the sense that all they want to do on the offensive end are make these plays and these flashy moves that gets them attention and can get them on the positive end of the next viral video. But then on the flip side, players not wanting to play defense or potentially expose themselves, right, and be on the wrong end of a dunk, of a crossover. So the defense is hurt. So the offense has played a, uh, has been impacted and the defense has been impacted all from this exposure or more like exposing of certain things within the basketball game. TJ, is this good or bad for basketball? I know everything I just said makes it seem like there's bad and only bad, but at the end of the day, it's brought a huge virality to the game of basketball. It's brought a lot of eyeballs to the game of basketball. It's part of the reason why basketball is, as we've talked about in past episodes, creeping up and starting to maybe take some market share from the biggest beast in professional sports, the NFL. Is it good or bad for the game? Well, I think it's funny you ask this. I was actually like killing some time at the airport, and I, I was watching these viral videos of this kid, <laughs> Mac McClung. Have you, have you seen him like going to I Georgetown? Have, yes. He's in this area, right? Yes, I have, yeah. So he's this kid. And he's I have like, a different conversation about him, which I'll share later. Yeah, I don't know episode. him. All I, he's in, you know, he's got these insane dunks, and you know, he, he got a breakaway going through his legs. And it, I'll, I'll just share the quick little note. And this complete side note, okay. maybe position into a future episode. I posted this on social the other day that I wonder how much of this is happening where people are sponsoring players on a lot of these high-profile blogs to get them exposure in high school. Because this guy that you're referring to right now is constantly being showcased on certain sites to the point where I'm actually wondering, are they getting paid as a sponsorship of sorts? Hey, for $1,000 a month, I want you to put their highlights out there. Yeah, it's it. He's just been show, this player in particular, and I don't know if it's because he doesn't look the part or whatever it happens to be. Okay, he has been getting blasted on all these sites, and I'm like, you would think he's the next like 
you know, LeBron James. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, that's a different conversation. Yeah. So, but even you know, even my attention went there for a while today, just <laughs> watching bet. the. Well, I think I think it's both. You know what I mean? It's both. I mean, at the end of the day, it's uh, gosh, I'm old school, right? So, but I'm also realistic, and I and I see what is going on. You look at the three on three league. They started. We had that conversation right there, which um, I dominated. They, it's not blown up like you thought it might blow up. Uh, but you, you, even at the NCAA tournament, did you see what they're doing this year? Hundred thousand dollar. Uh, prize pool three on three for all the college players that are graduating seniors. So if you're graduating seniors, a three on three tournament at the Final Four for a hundred grand, like people are, they're gonna put on ESPN two um, this summer. I remember watching AAU games on, on I believe it was ESPN as well. All of these viral videos of these dunks that we were just watching, like it's the no no doubt about it, the game's getting more exposure than it's ever gotten before, and I think more and more people are gravitating to the game of basketball um, because of the exposure that it's getting. So obviously that TJ, that, I'm, uh, I'm not going to let you. Good. I'm not going to let you slide with a split decision on the question: yeah. Is it good or bad? Yeah, you um, said both. I, I get it. Is is it? But is it more good? Is that proper English? I'll give you, I, is it is, better or is it worse? I'm going to give you another split answer, but I'm going to be precise. It's good for the building of awareness and brand of the game of basketball. It's bad for the product of the game of basketball. Okay, but if you had to do with or without it, would you keep it? Uh, probably selfishly, I would go without it. Hmm. I'm more of an old school, like just... I love the game, and I don't. This stuff doesn't enamor me. Okay, like but, I love the game, but there's. I realize there's someone, so many people out there. But if don't. you're someone whose heart is focused on the sport of basketball, right? Just the general sport and well-being of basketball as right. a whole globally, right? Do you keep it or do you go without it? I go without it. I definitely could live without it. Yeah, really? no doubt about it. I mean, Interesting. at the end of the day, I mean, it, it is like. I mean, I'm, a, I'm old school about winning, like just going out there. Like, I love the game of basketball because you compete, you go play hard. You have to, you know, there takes five people. If you got selfish people, you don't win. If you, you know, like I love that part of it. Like that's that's all that I've ever needed in the game of basketball to keep me full. And when I watch the, the you know the you know us playing 85 games in a week and they're practicing over another country. That's a lot of games in a week. Yeah, but it's, well, you, un, but it needs to be stated like it's crazy the amount of games. You know what I mean? And so when I look over in another country and they're practicing every single day, getting better, and like I would definitely rather be over there practicing, getting better than I would just be playing these games all day long. And then when I look at what people get enamored with, you know, as far as these recruits and stuff like that, like. Zion Williamson and those dunks and they're like, I, you know, I, I I'm not I'm, I'm not rooting against the kid and it's great for him that he's getting pub because of it or this Mac McClung kid or what you know. But at the end of the day, like I don't even know if they're going to be great players. Like it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how good of players they really are and and uh, so uh, the awareness and the kids enjoying it and having fun. But what it's taken away from it's hurt the fundamentals of the game. Uh, it's made less sound players. Um, it's made players that work on drastically different things. 
um, that are outside of winning. They're working on things that look good. I think it's created um, a bit of selfishness in the game when the game is created the opposite of that. Like the, the five that are together are going to overachieve, and it uh, it highlights um, individuals, and, and I think that hurts the game. So in that sense, I, I would do without it. I mean, um, you know, I want to get your opinion on this, so let's take a quick break from our friends uh, at Team Stack. We're going to give us a communication tip, but after we do, I want to get your opinion so I stated that I would be okay without it, and I want to see where you're at. But here's our friends from Team Snap. Thanks to our friends over at Team Snap for today's halftime communication tip. Coaches, communicating something one time just isn't good enough. Make sure you're communicating early, often, and again. That is the best. See, our communication hasn't taken place until it has been fully heard and comprehended by the audience. So if that means we need to over-communicate to accomplish what we want to accomplish, so be it. Communicate early, often, and again. Best of luck this week, coaches. And thanks to our friends over at Team Snap. Make sure you check out teamsnap.com backslash hustle to learn more about the communication app being used by over 15 million people across the globe, helping get everything organized all season long, teamsnap.com backslash hustle. All right, Adam, where are you at? Where do you land? Well, first of all, I don't think you needed to make the notion and disclaimer, which you did a couple times in your part, that you're old school. I think your answers communicated that in and of itself, TJ. Mm -hmm. You are very old school. Mm -hmm. Listen, I love it, right? Mm -hmm. And and I would love to see it continue. I, I would like to see it continue with some adjustments, though. I would like some tweaks in it. All right, and, th- and this is where I'm going with it. One, I would like to see a little bit more virality on some of these monster defensive plays. When a player blocks a shot that goes seven rows into the stands, I would love for them to somehow meme that ball. All right, put some some funny graphic on that ball going out there to kind of emphasize that defensive player. Remember, Porzingis. Hold on, let me say, if you had enough time, see, here's where I'm at. If you had enough time to hit it into the seventh row to whale back that far, (laughs) he had enough time to get up there and keep the ball in bounds on the block shot. So that's where my mind goes. All right, That's fair. Okay, I'm with you there. Porzingis, okay, then this will be a little bit more your style. Last year he had a block, which was unbelievable, where he kind of blocked it, cuffed it, kept it in his wrist, and brought it back down to his hip. It was unbelievable. It was right at at the rim. It was amazing. It was flawless. It was a thing of beauty. Can you put that, throw some artistic music from like a classical play and make this artistic meme out of that i would have loved to seen that because it's more of the defensive side okay so part of my adjustment for this is can we show a little bit more love to the artistic plays made on the defensive end not just always on the front end okay well spoken from a guy probably had no offensive arsenal exactly you got to stand up for the guys defense wins championships i'm about championships okay i want some more artistic flare around the chase down from behind fast break block you know the one that John Wall does all the time I want to see more on that so that's one thing I'd like to see more uh, focus on the, the defensive side Secondly, I would like a little bit of uh, caution on some of the viral videos we throw out on the offensive end to make sure that the competition ha- is at a certain level on the opposing end and if it's not it discounts the viral video. Okay, so like the high school player that is dunking left and right on a, a team that has no business really being out there. So okay, like Chino Hills. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Stuff like that. 
discredited. Okay, I'd be like, okay, yeah, he did it, but we, you know, our site, you know, maybe put a little disclaimer under the header of the site. Our site only shows viral videos against teams over 500. Okay, or like only shows viral videos against teams with players taller than six foot. I two. feel like you're. I feel like you're more in the middle on the fence than I am with no, your answer. No, no, no. I'm, because, I'm young. So, I'm no, young. No, but and you, new you love it, but you love it your way. So you've got 85 different rules no, on how no. you would be allowed to go viral. But I really just I went to the other side and said I'm against it, and you're like, well, I like it, but here's my. Here's my book of laws on how it's going to come about. Do you do you disapprove of my desire to make it better? Is that what you're saying? I, I mean, that's I, all, that's all I'm doing, TJ. I, yeah, I think I just I just disapprove your fence riding. <laughs> <laughs> so, but here, here's the thing. All right, I think there's got to be some disclaimers. When I saw the Greek freak dunk over Tim Hardaway Jr. on Madison Square Garden off an alley oop, right, just the other day. Incredible. I watched it like five times knowing that each clip showed it in three different ways. So essentially I saw it 15 different times. That was amazing, right? I haven't seen, I haven't rewatched the NFL play three times all season long, okay? So from that regard, in and of itself, it was amazing. But why was it so amazing? Because it was amazing. Some of the viral videos aren't really amazing. I'm just trying to put a little disclaimer and say, let's just be a little bit more filtered on what we put out there, right? And let's really just kind of show the amazing. Mm -hmm. Let's show those amazing. There's some passes that take place. Let's amp those up a little bit more, right? Um, And for me, I think we need to give a title to some of those defensive stoppers. Kind of going back to the defensive stuff. But let's just go back. Like, you see, you're so off track here because at the end of the day, I mean, it, it, why do things go viral? Not not because they don't love charges. They don't love passes. They don't love, you know what I mean? Like, so at the end of the day, what you're rooting for is like your favorite things to go viral. But the game loves broken ankles, catching bodies, and whatever else. That's what people love, and that's what goes viral. So at the end of the day, I mean, if Shane Battier's highlight reel went viral, then we're asking a different question. You would be asking me, do you like these viral videos of Shane Battier's charges? I'd be like, absolutely. I think it's great for the game. I love them. But, but, but what is viral, what you're saying is I love the viral videos, but what on the flip side you're saying is, but I would, I would change how they do all these viral videos. I don't actually love those viral videos. I'm, 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 I'm essentially saying 80, 80% of the viral videos are great right now. The other 20% I think should be f- thrown into a, a pot of just that they would not be allowed out because of certain filtering, right? Not good enough competition, you know, height restrictions and things like that, right? I also think those creators, those content creators that create viral videos could create viral videos even around things we don't necessarily deem as viral today i think if you creatively position it you you put the right music you you change some graphics associated with it you could take some charges and make it go viral if you could figure out a fun way which our social media world can do okay animate it you know uh put some music behind it uh create some funny meme right you know like how many times have you seen that homer simpson meme where he kind of like slowly falls back into the bushes have you seen that before i have yeah yeah right how about a charge 
Guy takes the charge and he falls back into the bushes. Uh, listen, I'm being crazy right now yeah, a little no, but, bit, so, but yeah. I'm saying if we try to put a little bit more emphasis on certain plays defensively, right? I think we could so, get them to go viral if we just put a little creative notion. So let's hustlers okay. share a little bit on Twitter some creative ideas. Let's let's name Adam, you know, viral basketball president of America, so he can create great videos of viral. But at the end of the day, it goes back to this that would question. Be at BleacherReport.com. Let's go back to the question: Is it great for the game of basketball? You believe that? I, I believe it is, right? Yeah. Because I believe it's keeping the the audience engaged at a higher level than ever before, right? And I think as much as the purists like yourself love the purity of the game, and and I love the purity of the game too, you know, you got to recognize that one of the the lowest watched NBA finals in the last 10, 15 years was Pistons Spurs, right? Just fundamental basketball on both sides of the court, right? Unfortunately, you know, that didn't necessarily draw the attention. And you want better. But I don't think things are always that simple. I mean, like, so at the end of the day, I don't know that that necessarily had the star power, right? That others say it. I also not sure that it's the same market. You know, as but New where York does or star power I, come from? Usually, comes from you know a foundation of excitement and virality within their players. You look at our, the exciting players today, like Kawhi Leonard. When healthy, is up there and one of the best ever. But he's not one of the most exciting because yeah. he doesn't do a lot of yeah. viral yeah, plays. I, but like a Steph Curry, my gosh, I could watch that guy all day long. So he goes in the finals. I want to watch but here, it. But here's where it goes. This is where it hurts the game. Okay, it's like. Who who plays great basketball? Like like when you watch the Spurs and Golden, like those people play great basketball. You know what I mean? Like players are no longer playing, paying attention to those things, right? They're paying attention to the things that are highlights. So at the end of the day, the things that you're paying attention to are the habits that you want to build, which is creating to me a less skilled basketball player, not a less athletic player. We're getting bigger, faster, stronger, more athletic than we've ever been. No doubt about that, right? So more Agreed. and more things are getting fun to watch. Like, yeah, but the quality of you know what gets done on the court, like I don't know that that's increased. Even with the even with the one and done players, which is a whole other conversation, right? But the quality of the game, like I have a great appreciation for the quality of the game, and that is, I think, in my opinion, decreasing. Now the excitement of the game is probably as much as it's ever been, but I had no problem getting excited about at Magic Bird. I had no problem watching Jordan go for his third in a row. I, I, I never had any of those problems, so I didn't I didn't need all of that other stuff to be excited about the game, but it seems like people do. Mm-hmm. And, well, I mean, let's take Jordan, for example, right? I, I think the pioneer of virality, right? Even though social media wasn't there, he was viral. He had to do it in different media streams, right? Actual TV and movies like Space Jam and stuff like that. But like those highlight plays from Michael Jordan, right? The The jumping from the the line, you know, the free throw line, the sticking the tongue out, the up and under against the Lakers, all those things that would have been deemed today as viral helped propel the league in ways that, I mean, it changed the entire stratosphere but, of the but game. But don't, don't you think to some degree, like, man, when I, it's a great visual. Like, when I stop and I think of viral and I think about, I mean, I remember watching the game when Jordan switched it from one hand to the other, you know? And it was almost a strategic play, you know? And then you watch him go back and reverse it. 
and hammer on somebody on the baseline. It was strategic. It was competitive. It was in the heat of the battle. Like it was, I mean, my favorite LeBron play, and I'm not a LeBron fan, my favorite LeBron play forever is the series where he chases that block down from behind and it changes the whole trajectory of the game and he wins a champion. You know, like, like that's the kind of stuff that I love. But, like, I mean, how many times can you watch Vince Carter do a dunk in a game? And do, like, <laughs> right, I mean, it's interesting. Like, it's neat, okay? But, man, if you watch that Circa, whatever, 1986 Celtics video of them passing the ball, like, man, get hair stands up on the back of my neck. Like, it's unbelievable. <laughs> so it, that's the kind of stuff that I love watching because it, 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 it invokes in me a deeper feeling of, like, this is the greatest game ever, right? And those viral dunks or whatever, I'm like, that was interesting. It, it lasts about three seconds with me. Right. Listen, part of virality is it, it generates an awe in us, right? And that's part of the reason why we share. We watch something and we're in awe of it. Like, oh my gosh, I need to share this. I need to express this with my friends. Going back to what I was saying initially, I'm with you. I love to see it in the competitive aspect. And that's why I was kind of joking around, throwing out the disclaimers, right? Because my awe is reduced when I watch it in a, 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 a circumstance that I don't, I'm not, just not a, impressed with, right? However many points by the ball kid a year ago, right? Wasn't impressive because I watched the circumstances. It wasn't that amazing. Kobe 81 against Toronto, a little bit more amazing, right? Um, so for me, I want to see it continue. You know, I just think if you are going to share it, I, I want to truly be in awe of what I'm watching. And I will absolutely share it. And I hope we all continue to share it, right? But you know what? Let's not water it down by sharing stuff that isn't that impressive just for the sake of sharing it. I can, I, for, I can tell you this. It's not, making co- it's not making coaches' lives easier. I mean, that's one thing for sure is viral videos and catching bodies and breaking ankles is not making – You know, they, I, I, I mean, I, I think I – think, I mean, they might, they might name it one day for young athletes, the fear of getting your ankles broken on, on video. Like there's people that – literally give less defensive effort because of that fear and um and that's a problem that's one of those things that i I really for coaches i think that that's the part where i could because i am a coach like you have more people i mean gino ariama google that he just did a great one did you see that i was watching that video and he talks about all these professional sports and what they're doing and how people are just looking you know for the next highlight and all that it's true i mean you're it's harder and harder on coaches because that's that's what people are new and on and about. That's what makes people famous, and that's what people want to be. I love the player. I don't know. I forget who it was, but he said, if you haven't gotten your ankles crossed, you just ain't playing defense, right? Just kind of accepted the reality of, hey, I'm out there competing. It's going to happen. Nonetheless, co- coaches and players, everyone listening, we'd love to hear your thoughts on today's episode. Is the, the breaking ankles, catching bodies, getting dunked on. Is all that good for the game or bad for the game? Where do you stand? And don't say both. Give us an answer. Go one way or the other. We'd love to hear your thoughts. You can tweet us at hardwood underscore hustle. Until next time, I'm Adam. He is TJ. We are the Hardwood Hustle. We're out.